Hi, it is Lucas, and welcome to uh, this episode of Own the Future. Um, in light of the events this weekend in Christchurch, New Zealand, and the shooting that that claimed uh, at this point fifty lives, I thought it would be best and wise to take a break from uh, what I was planning on releasing this week and instead share this this uh, word with you. I don't know uh, if you've lost someone or if you know someone who has lost someone in this this dark, dark tragedy, unthinkable, unimaginable act of hate and racism and violence. Um, I know a lot of, a lot of people have, have turned this into politicized this event and, and have begun to lobby for whether it's gun control or immigration or just that, that left versus right uh, blame shifting, accusing people for this as they they try to process through their their hurt and their anger and their sorrow and uh i understand why people um would do that but in in here today i'm not i'm not interested in in politicizing anything but i'm i'm interested in humanizing and uh identifying with those who have lost lost their lives or have lost loved ones and dear ones, um, friends and families, um, in this, in this time. And, uh, I'm, I'm blessed that I, I have not personally been, um, impacted directly by this event, but there's been, you know, many other, other shootings and bombings, that I, I have had very, very close calls. I've, uh, my close, close childhood friend was running in the Boston Marathon and he had a shrapnel injury to his leg. My, my cousin was in Las Vegas with her husband uh, when the shooting took place at the concert and um, they've described how they were running and and people were falling to their left and to the right and barely, barely escaping, uh, by the grace of God. And, uh, so I have, I have had close encounters, um, with a loss like this, but I, I can't say that I can fully identify, but if, if you are, with me today and you're listening and maybe you're struggling, maybe you're, you're dealing with a lot of emotions and rightly so, then I hope this, this podcast, this episode might be a source of hope and encouragement and comfort to you in this time of grief and sorrow. With an event like this, there are a lot of different responses that a person has and goes through from 
from anger to uh, deep grief and sorrow to questioning to uh, angst and frustration um, to being angry at others, angry at God, asking questions like why why would why would such a thing happen? Why would God allow something to happen? Why would a person do something so heinous? And I I don't think I I don't think giving uh I don't think giving reasons or answers or intellectual rundowns of of my thoughts or takes or what other people have said when it comes to questions like is God good or or why does bad things happen to good people or or why would what could even compel anyone to uh, do something so wicked and evil I feel like that that wouldn't that wouldn't do you or anyone a favor but what I what I hope to accomplish when I hope to do today is stand here and 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 mourn and weep with you who are mourning and weeping with you who are uh, questioning and wondering and struggling through this time as you as you are reflecting on your own life and your own family members in the fragility of life and. I have often been uh, the last few days thinking of Muqad Ibrahim and his his family and who lost his life at the age of three as a father of of three boys who are young who are that age I I say to you I'm I I if I were with you I would not say anything at all but I'm so deeply sorry. And I pray that the, the grace and the comfort and the nearness of God would be, would be with you in this time. And to those of us who are dealing with anger and hate towards this person and those who identify with his thoughts, it is his ideologies of of darkness and wickedness and evil. I would encourage you with the words of, of Solomon, who said, Above all, we must guard our hearts, for from it flow the wellspring and the issues of life. And I think about this this person who who did something so unimaginable. And I wonder like you, why on earth would someone do something like this? And I think the answer is, is always the same, which is somewhere along the way, there was a, a, a seed of bitterness, a seed of unforgiveness, of anger, of, of hatred, of vengeance that was planted. And it started small, that, that root of bitterness. And it started small, that, that little bit of hatred. And it began to grow and grow and grow until it gave birth to death. 
And so if you are listening and you are angry, I say rightly so. We should be appalled and filled with a with a, a holy anger and hatred. We should hate bloodshed. We should abhor this wicked and evil act. We should utterly denounce it. And I and I hope that you allow yourself to experience the full range of your emotions that you would not bury and hide your emotions, but you would seek help and process through your emotions in this time. But at the end of it all, I want to charge you and encourage you to not become like this person in your heart or in your thoughts, that you would guard your heart from bitterness and unforgiveness, that you would find it in yourself to not be like this person who is full of hatred and bitterness and anger and sought and desired revenge. But vengeance belongs to God, and it's our job to forgive. As Martin Luther King Jr. said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, and the whole world would be blind. And I hope that this person is, is prosecuted to the, the full extent of the law. But do you and I, who are not the law, but are, are people walking this earth in, our, in our, our breath and our vapor that we're here today and we're gone tomorrow, let us not be like them. Let us forgive. Let us guard our hearts against bitterness and anger and hatred. Let us not become like them. Instead, let's mourn with those who mourn. Let's weep with those who weep. Let's embrace those who are broken and suffering. And if you're wondering how a, a God could allow such a, a horrible act to happen, I don't, I don't know either. Sometimes I wonder, I don't know either, but I, I, I strengthen myself with the hope and the faith that there is a God who is intervening in every aspect of our lives, binding up the brokenhearted, changing our, our mourning for gladness and our, giving us praise and joy in place of our heaviness that there is someone who sees and knows and is near and is listening, that we are not alone in our suffering. We are not alone in our, in our pain, in our questioning. I think of the, the brave fathers who sacrificed their lives in, in protecting and saving their children. I think of the, the families who who won't have a brother or mother or sister, a father coming home and sitting at the dinner table tonight. And I, I say, I, I stand and I, I mourn with you who are mourning. And I weep with you who are weeping. And if you have a friend 
who is grieving in this time, wrap your arm around them, pull them in, and mourn with them as they mourn. I know this wasn't uh, our normal normal episode. Uh, we'll, we'll resume next week. But I thought it was just right to take a moment and to remember those who gave their lives this this weekend and if all the names uh, were released, I, I would read them. But the names haven't been released yet. And, and uh, let us remember today that that life is 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 short and it will be over before we know it and my my desire and my my prayer for you today is that you would learn to number your days that you might live rightly that you might live forgiving one another that you might live in tender heartedness and being kind to one another that we might that we might live in a way that that doesn't let the sun go down on our anger that doesn't give room for bitterness to grow in our hearts towards one another but we would live in a way that is open and receptive and giving and generous to those who maybe we think don't deserve it at all that we would live in a way that that stops and seeks to understand the person that doesn't think or look or sound like us. That we would stop and look the person across from us in the eye and, and seek to know them and understand them because once we're gone, there's very, very few people who will remember us and who will care. There's very few people in your life and in my life that will truly miss and mourn for you and I once we are gone. Look those people in the eye. Invest in those people this week. And so uh, until next time, remember that if you and I, if we can own our stories, Together, then together we can shape the future. We can own the future.